Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Liam Maitland, KCBS foodie chap at Casements on Mission Street, San Francisco. Three guests, Gillian Fitzgerald, Sean O'Donovan, Chris Hastings. Who's Irish? Who's not? Uh, this is Chris. I'm I'm the lone non-Irish. <laughs> should we let? Should he be part of this? Well, he's got to step back. Yeah, of course. You got an Irish coffee. You're in. All right. <laughs> this, this wouldn't be happening without you, Chris. So, guys, thanks for being with us. Uh, it is a bizarre, funky time in San Francisco in the entire country. Um, I'm here to celebrate St. Patrick's Day with you, but to celebrate. Uh, your bar. Uh, we'll get into more of what's going on in the world in a minute. But first, Casements, Gillian, what's behind the name? Yeah, we um, we came up with the name. Um, we kind of bounced a couple of ideas around, but uh, Roger Casement was a person who both Sean and I sort of accidentally sort of fell into when we were teenagers and both, uh, while we didn't know each other when we were younger, like sort of were fascinated by him as a person. So He's a person who I think uh, is a great symbol for a city like San Francisco, an Irish bar. Uh, it's a sort of a new, emerging, a different type of Irish bar. And Roger Casement was definitely a different type of Irish man. So. Uh, who was he? Who was this guy? Uh, well, Roger Casement was um, a poet. He was a human rights activist. Um, he became famous for his work in the Congo. Uh, working for the British consulate, and he brought the atrocities that were happening down there to the world's attention. And this is around the turn of the 19th, 20th century. And uh, he became an Irish revolutionary. He was a, a leading figure in many areas of human rights activism. And he had a tragic end. Um, yeah, maybe. he. Um, I think he... I, listen, I, I love being around Irish people because <laughs> the stories, there's, there's, always, there's always tragedy, but then it's followed with a, you know, a, the hoisting of the moist and yeah. a, a raising of the glass. And also we'll get to hear some of your, your actual, your actual oh, yeah. Irish accent yeah, coming yeah, out as well. Coming, <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, an interesting thing about him is that, you know, he did spend a lot of his life, depending on where you grew up, you know, he's either a hero or a villain. And um, for us, he's definitely a, a big hero. Uh, he used his time in the British consulate and was like, oh, colonialism, like, 
is kind of terrible and doesn't you know work very well yeah. so he saw the atrocities that were happening to people who were being um sort of persecuted and saw the same thing happening in his own country um and definitely helped to bring uh, everything to the forefront in ireland um if you have 20 minutes and over the next three or four weeks which i'm sure you probably will yeah. <laughs> um falling down a youtube hole or listening to some podcasts on him there's great stuff online um, but sort of his demise was when he was captured, um, he was tried for treason in London. And uh, when that was happening, people like Lord Cadbury, uh, Rupert Kipling, uh, like very prominent, uh, prominent U.S. politicians stood forward and were like, this is the most incredible human rights activist of our time. Like he lost his mind in the jungle. And then um, the British police raided his home and they found all his diaries. So in his diaries were um, his private thoughts that he didn't think anyone would ever read out loud, and they happened to be um, his uh, escapades um, with... Uh, he was a gay man, and so they're, they're quite detailed. Or as they say in one of my favorite shows, he's a gay man now. He's a gay man now, hey. Um, so, yeah, he, he... A lot of public opinion was swayed by this, um, and just because of the time... Uh, you know, his case was just like, okay, yeah, he's guilty, boom. And he was buried in, he was, he was hung and buried in unconsecrated ground. And it took till the 70s for the Irish government to get his body back and to give him a full proper state funeral. So, And here he is being celebrated on Mission Street in San yeah. Francisco. Did you know anything about this guy, Chris? Uh, not before I met Gillian and Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, definitely. Now, you, now you know the story. Yes, exactly. Uh, and I'm wondering what he might drink if he came into this bar. Uh, what do you think? I mean, Irish whiskey is, I think, the, the obvious answer. Yeah. yeah. He's a man, though. I feel like he traveled the world. He could have been into the rums. He could have been, you know, he he was an, definitely an interesting man. I like to compare him to, like, a, a fictional character, like the Dos Equis man. I feel like he's like that, but real, but, like, ten times more interesting. Sure. So, yeah, there's, there's wonderful stories of him, like, walking into the jungle um, in a tweed suit, uh, and walking back out like six weeks later with a tan and like slightly skinny, but he never carried a gun. He never. He just was like an incredibly like interesting yeah. um, person. So I'm sure he he he'd have a nice drink. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to walk in here, you get a sense of him. You get a sense of uh, many of your Irish heroes. Many of them on the wall. Yeah, totally. We um, we liked. I mean, it's sort of we're we're misfits, I guess, is what you might call us. Um, and I think the people on the wall sort of represent that to us. They're interesting, wonderful Irish people that maybe some of them had a, a difficult time and now now are seen as heroes, uh, you know, or... Well, let's drop a few names. We'll Phil Linnett, uh, Thin Lizzy, one of the greatest... Twice. Yeah. So good. To be sure, to be sure. <laughs> uh, we, have, uh, we have the Queen of Ireland. Panty Bliss. Yeah. T- tell me about her. What's her name again? Uh, Miss Panty Bliss. Um... A beautiful Irish drag queen who was uh, instrumental in the uh, the Irish referendum a few years ago yeah. to pass gay legal marriage. And she addressed the nation at the time of the event, right? She did. Yeah. Um, a wonderful occasion. We should uh, we should yeah. play that here at the bar oh, sometime. Yeah. Nonstop uh, on a loop. So, uh, guys, we have on our hands uh, an essential drink. Uh, for any St. Patrick's Day, uh, it's an Irish coffee. Gillian, what makes a great Irish coffee? What's in it? 
from this is called Paying Our Dues, and it's our like little nod to the Buena Vista Cafe, actually. So uh, as you can see, we're using the same glassware that they use. Um, we, I, they did never told me the recipe, so I had to do some air quote research and go there <laughs> ten to twelve times and yeah. stick my head over while they were making it to see how they did it. Twenty twenty Irish coffees at a time. I know, I know. I can't wait for the day that we can do that here, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, hopefully. Uh, Chris, I've been a frequenter of uh, your bars for many, many years, the Lookout especially in the Castro. I don't remember many of the nights there, but I've been there. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. You, you may remember more than I, I don't know. Uh, so to be part of uh, this venture, it's an Irish bar, in the Mission. Um, what, what are you most excited about uh, around this bar? Um. I'm excited to be able to create a new neighborhood destination yeah. here. Um, I think that that's really exciting. I've lived a block and a half away for about 15 years, yeah. so it's very much home to me. Um, I'm very excited to be able to do this with Jillian and Sean. We've been plotting and planning this for over three years. It was definitely a long journey to get to where we are here. Yeah. Um, and now that we're open, I, I've been really appreciative of how eclectic the group, the people that come in here are. Um, demographically across all ages yeah. all different types of people have come in and i'm really excited to be able to showcase a lot of the new and emerging irish products the the distilling world in ireland is going crazy right yeah. now and there's well, so many exciting stuff here and your offerings uh, i'm looking at the shelf here uh how many whiskeys 62 62 irish i mean i'm immediately drawn to pogues Irish whiskey. I, I don't know. I want to. I want to. I want to burst into song. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 great. There's. I mean, I just was back home in Ireland in February and did a, a bunch of distillery tours. And there's a lot of people that left Ireland during the last um, financial, yeah. like Celtic Tiger drop. Mm-hmm. Um, and they left Ireland. And they went to. They went to Japan. They went to North America. And they learn different ways of doing stuff. And kind of the most interesting thing about Irish whiskey is, is that comparatively to Scotch, is that the rules around it are much looser. So you, there's not this specific type of thing. Uh, so a lot of the whiskey can be aged in different types of wood, which will give it diff- expressions, different tastes, flavors. And um, the gin as well is like something that we're very proud of. We've, um, and we really are trying to be a beacon for small an emerging product in Ireland and hopefully people can come in and find out which one is their favorite and then just support their um, their local Irish <laughs> local Irish you know. the local Irish bar in the mission yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, food any food offerings is that part of uh, the story here yeah we're doing some very nice comfort food some uh, kind of under the radar Irish products so Things that you wouldn't really associate with Ireland, like we're doing chicken curry and we serve it with some, you know, steak chips. Listen, my Friday nights out in Ireland always ended with a good chicken curry, 11 o'clock at night, the pubs close, <laughs> down the curry shop. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're loving that. We're putting out a Irish seafood chowder. Yeah. Um, one of our main offerings is pies. Um, oh, I love a good pie. I just like to say pie. <laughs> so we've partnered with a uh, great local business, uh, Revenge Pies, and they're they're making rotating pies for us. So, you know, this week we had some great plans with some corned beef and some potato <laughs> leek and all yeah. these good things. Well, but things change. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we know this is temporary. We know this is a pause. Um, 
and the big elephant in the room is this virus that's uh, making its way around the globe and is now on our doorstep. Um, So as a business, for anyone in business uh, in the Bay Area, uh, restaurants only serving food to go, if that. Many are just closing. Bars completely close. So how did this news hit you, Chris, when this came down? What was your immediate thought? Uh, Well, the... The news has been coming to us uh, in, in kind of piecemeal for about a week. Um, and so we've been getting it in stages. I think we made the decision here to just close outright. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll weather the storm as a business. I think our biggest concern is for our, our staff yeah. and uh, making sure that they are all right in this time, both both their health and, and economically. And sure. so um, that's, that's the focus for us right now is just yeah. making sure that um, the people that, that work for us are – are taken care of and yeah. in good shape. Um, and that's, that's, that's the same across all. all sure, absolutely. Take care of yourself, isolate, be with the family, be yeah. with those you love, uh, and follow the rules, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, stay safe out there, people. Wash your hands um, and isolate and be smart. See, I was waiting for the Irish rebel in you to tell me, no, I'm no. not following the rules. <laughs> what are you talking about? Get out of here, you yeah. idiot. We're, we're, defi- we're defiant. Yeah, no, we're defiant people, but this is a time to sort of listen to what's going on and, and, and obey the local government and tell what they're telling you to do. Uh, I heard somebody talking on CNN saying, like, you know, it's only over-precautious until it's not, and I think that that's really yeah. sort of, you know, what's going on right now. Um, I mean, we have huge plans for when it's safe to come come back out of the woodwork we're going to have another St. Patrick's Day and we're going to celebrate local product and, and all the products coming out of Ireland and we're going to have a really great day lots of music lots of fun um, and be a place to gather again once it's safe listen I hope that's uh, going to be sooner uh, rather than later um, everyone you heard it here first, you know, just follow the rules, be safe, be healthy, and be with the ones you love. Uh, there will be drinking time together mm-hmm. down the road. We will drink down the road, right, yeah, Chris? Absolutely, we'll drink down the road. Yeah, we're, probably, drinking, we we're drinking now. Drink, we'll probably drink in isolation, too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, some of your Irish heroes, um, if, if you can invite anyone to sit this bar with you and have a pint with you today, who would it be? Oh, my God. that's I, You know, actually, who I love, Michal O'Meara, I think. I don't know. Do you know who that is? He's a, a sports commentator. Um, we don't have him up on the wall right now, but we may do. But he his name again? Michal Hertig. I can't remember what that yeah. is in English, but um, yeah. Michael. Not sure. Michael McGinty. Let's go with that. Do. Um, yeah, he's he's a he's a quite an interesting. Uh, he's he's actually still alive, um, yeah. but he's he's a, a, a GAA a Irish football commentator that I always. He's the wittiest man on, on television, yeah. other than yourself, of yeah. course. Lee. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See how she did that? Yeah, yeah. Sean? It would have to be Roger. I want to pick that man's brains. For those who don't know who Roger is. Uh, Sir Roger Casement. (laughs) Sir Sir Roger. (laughs) Sir Roger. Uh, Colin? Um, I think I'm going to say Thin Lizzy after all the... Good. After all, after all that I've learned from from oh, these guys yeah. in the last yeah. couple months, I, that would be the person I'm most curious about. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, I just want—I'm I'm lucky to be sitting here having a drink with you today. Uh, this soon will pass. Um, we're going to share the recipe for the Irish coffee uh, on the website. Also, send you a link. Uh, and is there anything, folks who are listening, anything they can do? What, what would you say to folks who say, "Hey, I want to, I want to, I want to help you out. How can we support you? Can we buy a gift card? Can we? What can we do?" Uh, yes, you can definitely purchase gift cards uh, if you go to our website, uh, casementsbar.com, or you can email us. Uh, best way would be jillian at casementsbar.com, 
Uh, yeah, purchase uh, gift vouchers. Those are a great help for us to sell right now. Uh, and keep an eye on the website. Check us out on, on uh, Instagram, Instagram yeah. and Facebook. I think being make I think honestly like being safe and and like making sure that you're healthy and then once once we're ready to open like coming in here and you know I think on a broader spectrum like supporting the people that you know that like make an hourly wage or um you know are you know they're going to fa- their life is a lot more difficult at this time and if you know if you are on a wage salary and you're able to work from home just be re- remember that there's other people out there not as fortunate so yeah, yeah. Um, we'll gather, we'll drink together again. Uh, Slancha, one and all, to all three of you. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Now, six feet apart, each and every one of you. Thank you so very much. Uh, folks, uh, the recipe for the Irish coffee and all you need to know about casements, please go to kcbsradio.com and click on Foodie Chap. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.